You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. It's a hit of pod. I'm Nikki Glazer. How are you um, today? I've already recorded this twice already. I've um, and not because it wasn't good enough before. Technical issues led me to lose an entire um, chunk of audio. So it happens. Whatever. Honestly, I wasn't really that proud of it anyway. I was really going off on a lot of tangents. I was um, just mentally all over the place. It was before I went to therapy. I was like, I've had the longest goddamn day of of broadcasting. Or it feels long. It's been the longest week. The longest lifetime of broadcasting has culminated in today, which has made me so tired and just like so not in the mood to be on camera or like broadcasting and on just being on is exhausting. So I'm going to allow myself to not be on for this and just have it be authentic. Just kidding. I'm on. I swear to God. That's the problem. When I'm on, I'm on and I'm having a great time. It is the leading up to the being on that makes me so miserable. Does that make sense? Like when you're at work, are you miserable or is it like heading to work when you've when you've hated your work? I don't know. I don't want to assume that you hate your work, but like all of my anxiety and dread not doesn't come from like doing the thing that I'm dreading. It comes from the buildup. Like I know that doing Conan is like the best thing that I've ever done in my career, but there's no wor- like actually Conan's different because I'm so comfortable with that now that I truly don't get stressed out beforehand. But like and when I first was doing Conan, like I keep actually I'm, I, I'll be honest like I'm I want to do Conan from when he's at home like he's been Skyping with people you know on his show and I've been telling you guys to check it out it's so good but I'm like almost nervous for when they ask me to do it and I that's even being cocky thinking that they're gonna ask me to do it I mean they should I'm a great guest and I love Conan and we get along really well but I'm kind of dreading it because I just don't want to have to prepare for it just having to like look nice and suck up my energy and like ha- like s- suck up meaning like suck in like i just have to like sit straighter and like it's exhausting and i don't give myself enough credit for that being hard to do um and like being on recording things doing podcasts although i'm talking to friends and i'm having a good time it's it's a lot of work but what boo fucking who are you a goddamn nurse what do you want nikki a purple heart um yeah no maybe I do maybe fucking do no I don't um uh I was gonna make some kind of joke about hearts being like if your heart was affected by COVID I was gonna make some kind of COVID joke about your heart turning purple because it's not getting enough oxygen because you have I don't know I was gonna make some joke and that's why I wanted you guys to know I took a little hesitation there I was my brain was trying to work it didn't get there I wanted to take you through my process I talked to my therapist right before this and um, had a call with her, which is a luxury. It's a fucking luxury, but I really didn't want to do it. I really didn't want to talk to her. And I got on there and I was just like, yeah, I'm tired. And um, there was a lot of talk about um, living at home with my parents, how that's dredging up things for me. Um, You know, just, I just, I sometimes have this feeling that like, I'm just weird or like, that there's something wrong with me. I think that's what a lot of uh, everyone feels that they have some fatal flaw and that everyone's going to figure out that they're not really that lovable or whatever. I mean, this is a general thing that people struggle with. It's like, I'm not good enough. All those things. Mine stems from a place of like, you're just weird. Like, why don't you like the things that we like? Like there's so much of my personality is like looking at other people and being like, 
God, I wish that I wanted to do that. I wish that I wanted to clean my room. And instead of me being like, I'm someone who doesn't care if my room's messy and that's just a girl who likes to clean room. I go, what's wrong with me that I don't care about having a clean room? What's, you know, my friend Anya, uh, Marina, who you know very well, probably. She, she got um, sent away for like toner for her hair, for her blonde hair. And I have blonde hair too and my roots are growing in. And she was like, for some reason, it was not acceptable for her to have roots. And I was like, what's wrong with me that I don't care? I wish I cared and I just don't. And that's okay. I mean, that's this. I'm just repeating what my therapist and I just talked about. But like, it is okay that I am weird and that some, maybe that's not weird. But here's an example for, uh, for those of you who might still be listening. Uh, so few of you at this point, but, um, the thing is, is that I feel weird because like, for instance, I was on who wants to be a millionaire two nights ago and I played for a charity, a bird charity. Like they were asking me in the weeks leading up to who wants to be a millionaire. I was getting texts and getting emails about like, you got to choose your charity. They need to vet it. They need to know your charity. What's your charity? And I was just really busy and I don't really know what charity, I wanted it to be like something that I actually cared about, but also I just don't know, I just don't, I don't know, I'm scared of what I don't understand and I don't really understand charity. So I just looked up birds, I just typed in bird charity. Literally that's all I googled. Saw a website that said uh, birdrescue.org. Turns out that's not the name of the organization, but I, that's what they said it was on Millionaire. So we, I was said I was playing for Bird Rescue Organization. That's not their name at all. It's just the name. It's like the avian. I forget what the name of it is. But if you go to birdrescue.org, that's the organization I p- p- played for. And that's not their name at all. It's not Bird Rescue. So I misrepresented them on TV. Yes, I won them $125,000, but I didn't do any research so that I just felt like why didn't I do that? Why didn't I research this charity? Why didn't I care? And it's like, I just don't know. I don't know the answer to that. And the only reason I'm giving you this example is because the guy that runs the charity was interviewed by the Chicago Tribune about winning $125,000 from me. And he said that we don't know why she chose us. She didn't reach out to us. We, she hasn't reached out to us since we don't know anything about her. It came out of the blue. Thank you. But like, where did this come from? It was kind of written like, Glazer picks a charity that she doesn't even care about. And it's true. I knew that they did good things for birds. I like birds. What's, what else do I need? But then my dad got the Google alert for my name that this article came up. And he goes, why didn't you write them? Why didn't you reach out to that guy? And I'm like, because I didn't. I don't know. Because I don't care. Well, I didn't have time. That was my first answer. Well, now you have time. Why don't you do it? Because um, I just don't care. Aren't you interested? Maybe he could be on your show and he could teach you about birds. I just don't, I don't care. I don't like talking to people, I realize. And I know that's like a weird thing, trait to have as a comedian. I'm not someone who goes and does crowd work. I love when you guys DM me and we have a little back and forth. Text feels very safe to me. Talking was like getting to know people. It really is a scary thing for me to do. I'm not good at like, I don't want to, I don't want to get in. I just want to give someone money and I don't want to have to talk to them about it. That would be my, that's the way I work with my family. You know, if my, my aunt needs money, I'd rather give her money than like call her and like make her feel less alone. I just, I think my currency is already so tied or like my, I'm already talking too much. So me talking and communicating anymore is just 
too much. But it's weird. Why didn't I reach out to that charity? That would have been nice to be like, hey, you guys, I'm playing for you for who wants to be a millionaire. I didn't even tell them the story. I Googled you and I don't really know anything about you. It'd be funny. But instead, I didn't do that. And what's wrong with me that I didn't? And my dad literally was like, what's wrong with you that you did that? And I go, I don't know. I just don't care. And he was like, well, you should care. And I was like, you're right. I should care. And then I just earlier today, for some reason, they had a neighbor drop by. Some, I saw a motorcycle in our front yard. I'm like, why is there a motorcycle in our front yard? Then I hear a weird voice. My parents are on the porch. And this isn't like a hangy out kind of porch system that they have. And they're on the front porch and they're with their neighbor. And I don't know who this guy is. I don't recognize his voice. And I'm in the kitchen, which is right off the porch, like the screen door. I'm like feet from this guy. And I just don't want to say hi. I know it's my parents' friends. I don't care. I don't want to say hi. And I know that they're going to later be like, why didn't you say hi? Because my whole life, I've all I've heard is, why don't you say hi? Say hi to blah, blah, blah. And it's like, whenever my dad is on the phone with one of our relatives, he's got to put it on. If my relatives call and I'm in the room, he puts it on speaker. And then... He won't tell me to say hi, but he'll leave it on speaker. So then it's awkward if I don't say hi. Like they'll start asking about me and I'm in the room. So then it's weird if I'm not like, hi, Aunt Sally, you know? And it's like, why do I not want to talk to these people? I don't know. I don't know. The other night my mom was texting someone about me. And she's like, we're about to eat dinner. And she goes, I'll have to call you back. I'm eating dinner, period. Yep, Nikki's home, period. Working so hard, period. We don't see her that much. And I'm like, hey, can you stop talking about me as I'm standing right here? And she's like, I'm not saying anything bad. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. It just feels weird that you're talking about. Like, just can you wait? Can you just text that and not dictate it? Because it is about me. And she goes, well, you're talking about us and your podcast every day. And I go, touche. I literally said touche. Like, you you got a good point there. I sang karaoke again today. I'm on a fucking roll with that. Don't even doubt that I am not going to be doing this the rest of my time in quarantine. Singing makes me feel fucking alive, and I love it. Although the songs are getting a little bit, like, too sexual. Like, I really wanted to sing um, Love on the Brain. You know, the Rihanna song? Machine Gun Kelly just did a great cover of it the other day. But, must be love on the brain. Got me feeling this way. It beats me black and... Okay, so the lyrics are, It beats me black and blue, but it fucks me so good. And I... I can't sing that in front of my parents. So I changed the lyrics too, but he knows it beats me black and blue, but it knows me so good. I said, knows. I'm like doing a TBS version of love on the brain so that I can sing it in front of my parents because I'm just, I'm getting too many emotions out in these songs. I just like, I felt so many, I'm just picking songs that really get right where I'm feeling. And today it was Love on the Brain. No, it was yesterday, Love on the Brain. Um, what a great song. Oh, my God. Love is on the brain. I mean, I'm definitely feeling horned up. And I did radio with my ex-boyfriend this morning, which was so weird, but so fun. We both went on. I, he has a radio show now in St. Louis. It's bizarre to me. But he just moved back. He just started it this week. And uh, I called into the show, and we both shared things about each other that people wouldn't know. I shared two, three things that people would know about him. He shared th- three things people would know about me. And it was really fun, and we had great chemistry on radio. So I think we're going to get married. No, it was just weird being on um, radio and, like, being in front of the camera, so to speak, with someone who I spent many years of my life with who was never in front of the camera. And it was always, like... It was never both of us, but we're, turns out we're pretty good. We're a good team. 
So um, that was weird and fun. But my day has been like, I talked to Rob Lowe yesterday for an hour. Bob Saget before that. I mean, I've had a crazy week of like broadcasting. And I'm ready for the goddamn weekend. I don't know what I'm going to do tonight. Um, Probably get a lot of sleep done. But um, I got to start that fucking book. I got to start writing a book. I have to start. I have to start. I have to start. Um, You guys have sent me really great articles, really great suggestions for things. Um, Anything you want me to talk about on the podcast, I would love. Oh, I wanted to mention that I talked about Zoom bombing, uh, Zoom meeting bombings on like a previous uh, show this week. And someone, and because I was like, I want to be in a, I want to see what it's like. I bet it would be so scary, but I want to know what it's like. And apparently this girl wrote me. It's so, you guys, it's so fucked up. She was about to give... What I got to find the message. It's too fucked up. Please say that I can find it. Please, please, please. I asked her if I could say it on here. And she said she was at a Zoom meeting. Um, and I'm not going to, I can't find it. And she, uh, it, in, the people were giving their like dissertations, like presentations. And someone bombed it and was putting up child porn, you guys. Have you heard of that? I hadn't. She's like says that she has PTSD now and she like doesn't want to go to Zoom meetings anymore. I fucking wouldn't either. She said it was really graphic. It was like so upsetting to hear about. And like how do you go back to that class? Where do you go from there? Like, uh, you know, I go my whole life never wanting to see child porn or think about it. And to have be in a Zoom meeting, then all of a sudden have it put in your fucking face is terrible. So I hope that doesn't happen to you, but it is out there. And I don't mean to scare you about now you're scared of both the world and the and Zoom. Um, so where is what's safe now? I don't fucking know. Um, actually, I feel pretty safe in like at home. I forget that COVID is out there. I got to remember because I was going to meet up with a friend and hang out with them. And my mom recently was like, you can't do that. You can't hang out with a friend. And I, I did I say this? On, I wonder if I said that was on the podcast yesterday, but it bears repeating. I literally had to text someone. My mom won't let me hang out with you. And that that's a first. I've never had to text someone that because when I was saying those types of things, there was not text messaging available. So the last time I told someone my mom won't let me hang out with you, we didn't have text messaging. So I've literally never texted that. Um, so it's a wild time. I'm, uh, you know, I'm grounded essentially, but aren't we all guys? Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a really good weekend and, um, I'll see you back here. Oh, I'm doing an Instagram live tonight with Andrew Collin. Ugh, at 8 PM. That's so close. I don't even feel like doing it. Andrew, can we call it off? I might bail on it. But listen, we'll watch it later. Um, 9 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be on Instagram Live tonight. It's Friday night. Uh, I'll see you there. Squirt, squirt. Uh, uh, uh. I don't want to do an Instagram Live with Andrew. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.